Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial when you go to audibletrial.com backslash sunshine. You get to choose over from 180,000 titles that you can download right onto your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any MP3 player. It's also brought to you by PodCoin. When you download the PodCoin app and use the promo code SUNSHINE, you get 300 bonus PodCoins on us. And once you accumulate enough PodCoins, you can buy a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe like Amazon gift cards. You can donate it to charity if you want. You can go to Starbucks. So many options, so much greatness in all that is PodCoin. On with the show. I think we should build a wall over Florida before we should build a wall over Mexico. <laughs> you are listening to the Pod Full of Sunshine podcast recorded live straight out of Florida, where it's illegal for anyone wearing a swimsuit to sing in public. So grab your orange juice, dump in that champagne, cut you a slice of key lime pie, and get ready for an hour of crazy, off-the-wall stories from the Sunshine State. Here are your hosts, Greg and Diana. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Podful of Sunshine. I'm Diana. Greg here. Welcome back. We are a comedy news podcast that discusses all the fucked up stories that come out of Florida. And beyond. And beyond. We have really the last few weeks started to nail that. We thing. are good. How long ago did we start that? I don't even remember. Uh, a while ago. It was a while ago, but I really feel like we're getting into our rhythm. We are. We're really good. We are really good. Amazing. How was your week, Greg? I had a pretty decent week. It wasn't too bad. You know, I worked a couple days and then that's about it. But it wasn't that bad of a week. How was your week? I mean... I mean, my I'm, it's not exciting at all what I did. I mean, I didn't do anything exciting at all this mm-hmm. week. So I did um do a couple of lift drives on Tuesday night and I saw some really interesting people. I think it's a great way to meet people. They're yeah. very interesting. Maybe not meet them, but just see what else is out there. Here's the thing is that September is notoriously slow. I think we talked about this last week for restaurants in Florida. Yeah. So Greg, to pick up the slack, has become a Lyft and Uber driver. Yeah. And you told me stories every day. Yeah. Was... Every day was a story. Uh-huh. What was your favorite Lyft slash Uber story because I want to see if your story and my favorite story is the same. I don't know if I have a favorite. I'd almost have to say my favorite. I don't wouldn't call it favorite. Was these people that I took to this um guy that just got out of county jail and his um prostitute girlfriend. <laughs> To this That's hotel. The one I was going to say. And um <laughs> it was interesting. That's a hell of a story. So Greg, where did you pick this guy up at? I picked him up right down the road from our house. So you picked him up and he's the one that's fresh out of county jail. Yeah, his girlfriend was with too. I I didn't think it was a girlfriend, I thought it was a prostitute. Well, it was his girlfriend, but I'm thinking she's a prostitute because uh he said he was um, a girlfriend and a prostitute, or just so happened that he's calling his prostitute friend a girlfriend. Um, they're definitely uh, were together, I think. But he was telling me how like 
when we pulled up to the hotel, there was a couple of cops there because I don't know what was going on. He's like, he's like, oh, great. I know that squad car number. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, wow. He's like, hey, can you pull around to the back of the building? I was like, yeah, whatever, man. So it's like, I guess, because he said, I guess he was um, well, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He got busted there for a prostitute ring. Yeah, sure yeah, you were. Sure you were, we dude. All were. So I was happy Always. when they. I was happy when they got out of the car. They were like really annoying me. Like it what was were like, they doing? What was okay? So they were just. This... He was just talking about how like how he was in jail and this one guy. He was, so he's telling you about how he, how he was in jail and how he's a. So but, how did that conversation? Can we? Like rewind and start from the beginning. You pick him up, him and his prostitute girlfriend, yeah. which you just assumed is his girlfriend at the time. Well, he was calling his girl. It's my girl. My girl. Yeah. So you pick him up, uh-huh. and then how's it? How do you get onto the conversation that he just got out of jail? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it was we were coming down. We were going down a road, and there was a cop in front of us, and he was driving, like, really slow. Like The cop was? Yeah, and I, like, passed him because I was like, what's this guy doing? He was, like, breaking, and and the guy's like, he was he's just like, yeah, I just got out of county jail. I was like, I was like oh, cool. And then he was just telling me, I guess he was there for, like, seven days. Um, he told me a lot about himself. Supposedly, um, he, uh, the reason he got arrested... Um, I guess he was all Xanaxed up and drinking, and never a good combo. Never a good combo. <laughs> but he, you um, pick one or the other, folks. He went down to Circle K, I guess, and his his shirt was on buck, buttoned or shirt was on was untucked, and he was in the army or the Marines. I, he was in the Marines, and he was like, and he likes to wear his shirt tucked in. He doesn't wear a shirt not tucked in, and. I guess he unzipped his pants and like went to tuck his shirt in, so he got um, arrested for um, indecent exposure, and he was really pissed. Because, I call bullshit. Oh, I, I do too. That he was bullshit. really pissed because the guy that called the cops on him, he said he helped out like two weeks earlier, helped him do something, and I don't think he did. But yeah, this guy was a real tool, tool bag. So his girlfriend was a prostitute. I mean, I'm just putting one and two together. I mean, why would they be going to... She said she had a key to this room that she can go into her friend's room and it's the same room all the time and the key card never changes. So this to myself, I'm thinking they're going to this prostitute den in this hotel that she has a room key to. Isn't it possible that maybe his family doesn't like her and... So they're like, fuck it, we're just going to get a hotel room. And- I think there was an argument at their um, family's house. Oh, I, really? I think they didn't like him, though. I think that's oh, so what... maybe yeah. he had just gone on jail, had yeah. nowhere to go, went to her house. Uh-huh. Yeah. And all they wanted to do was fucking bone. I don't, because I don't, they had him boned in. How long was he? It was he like a week, then? I think he said he was there. He like, said, that's a week with no boning. Yeah, he said he um uh, was right on the bus earlier in the day <laughs> with some guy that was on a in jail for life and the guy would, which makes me believe you're in county jail but this guy's in jail for life you're so that doesn't kind of yeah, add up to me it doesn't add up so but he said the guy was just happy to be out for a ride on the bus the guy that was um in life in prison what but bus I could under- was he riding the uh, city bus no it was like the jail bus uh, it's odd yeah I thought so too 
Yep, that was about my week. How was your week? I mean, probably not as exciting as that. I mean, no. All I do now at my new job is feel old. Well, 30 is the new 20, Diana. Jesus Christ. I- just when I go to lunch with this big group of girls, like I can't believe you still go to lunch with everybody. Well, we don't. I usually go to lunch with my cube mate. Oh, that's cute. And she's like 20, but she's still, she's young. She's married, but she has no kids. She has no interest in kids, but she's just like. Special? No, she's a very good person. I would love to hang out with her like outside of work, but like we really truly have nothing in common that's the best friendship anyway (laughs) isn't it i think so yeah so i don't know i feel like my new department i just feel old like i that's how i feel at work mom jeans story last week you did tell the mom jeans story so fucking i literally saw a girl at work with fucking mom jeans i'm like you're fucking 20 and you have mom jeans on. You have to earn those mom jeans. You have to fucking get that gut that you can't suck in because it's nothing but skin. You have to get that and put that fucking mom jeans on. You don't just get to wear mom jeans because it's trendy, bitch. You got to earn those mom jeans. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You need to wear those mom jeans when you have a Fuck kid. Fuck these little skinny bitches. That no don't dog ha- moms either. That don't have to wear fucking mom jeans. But they do because it's trendy. Like, I feel like that's a whole... I don't know. Like, I never felt old. And I th- feel like I said this last week until this new job and it's whatever. No, you're not old. You're young at heart. I am. Yeah. I am young at heart. Yes, you are. Anywho. What do you know about those Teslas? I hear they drive by themselves. I really think I should get one of those. Um, no, bro. Can we pay off the one you just got now? That we can. Before we get a Tesla? Yeah. So, <laughs> I saw this news story. And then apparently my dad has an Android. And I don't know if it's the generational thing where he's a boomer. Or if he just is an Android versus Apple thing. I thought he got an Apple phone finally. No, he's very anti-Apple, which is stupid because like... He has an Apple laptop. I don't think he does. My mom mom has one. All right, well. So I get an email into my personal email. By the way, big guy, if you want your stories featured on the Podful of Sunshine podcast, you need to email them to the official... Podful of Sunshine podcast email, which is what, Greg? Uh, Podful of Sunshine at gmail.com. Exactly. It's not Diana blah, 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 gmail.com. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's Podful of Sunshine at gmail.com. gmail.com. That's where you send it. But that like, it comes through it. as a text message. And then like, it's not even like there's a link there. So I just end up deleting it anyway. Oh so. my gosh, your dad's probably mad at you. Well, so my mom's like, did you get the story that dad sent you? Oh, she was so happy, too. And I'm like, I mean, I got something, but it came from his phone. And it's not like an actual email. Yeah, what the fuck, big guy? But whatever. And she's like, well, dad just wants a shout out like Monica gets. (laughs) Stories from big guy. Stories from big guy. 
So apparently there's a huge story up there. There was a guy that was uh, driving a Tesla and he was sleeping. And they had well, he wasn't butter. really driving it then, was he? No, and I think that's one of the perks of uh, the Teslas. Yeah, but I really think you should be awake. I think I read something where it says you're supposed to keep your hands on the steering wheel at all times. I mean, it would make sense. I mean, you can't just expect the car to drive for you. Yeah, that'd be cool, though, if it did. Oh, actually, this car does drive for you. Oh, yeah. This guy, here's the picture. We will post this on our Instagram page. Follow us at pod full of sunshine, P-O-D-F-U-L of sunshine, where this guy's hands are definitely not on the wheel. Man, it looks like he's, like, sleeping. He's, like, pacified. Like, I couldn't do that. That's what I was going to say. Like, I'm fucking tired all the time, but I can never be that tired to where I fall asleep to that degree. Let me read the story. Please do. The headline is, a Tesla driver apparently is caught sleeping at the wheel going 60 miles per hour. That's not very fast. Really? I hope he wasn't driving down the highway. Everybody would be, like, passing him. Well, I mean, as long as he's in the right lane, he's fine. That's true. The driver of a Tesla, an autopilot, appeared to be asleep behind the wheel while whizzing along <laughs> on Massachusetts Mass Hole Highway. A fellow motorist captured the driver with his head slumped forward and his passenger equally zonked out. Oh man, there's two passengers? I didn't even see the second one, did you? No, but I read the story and I saw that there was two. Oh. Must be his wife. Do you have anything else to add to the story? Nope, just that you were supposed to keep both your hands on the wheel when you're driving the car. Tesla does say the autopilot is intended for use with a fully intentive driver who has their hands, just like Greg said, on the wheel and is prepared to take over at any time. Yep, not this guy. Wake him up first, then he'll take over. It never says if they got in contact with the person. Probably not. But uh, uh, I don't think we'll ever get a Tesla in our life. So you sent me a story about a street in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. They're going to start to charge you, charge tourists to drive up and down it. I've literally never heard of the street. It's a street that goes like zigzag. Yeah. It looks and like it's an apparently intro. like a very popular thing. San Francisco. Tourist may pay a toll to drive crooked San Francisco street. Thousands of tourists could soon be forced to make a reservation and pay to drive on the famous crooked Lombard street in San Francisco. California lawmakers approved a bill Thursday granting San Francisco the power to establish a toll and reservation system for the Lombard street. The San Francisco County authority has recommended a $5 per car weekdays and $10 weekends and holidays. Residents say the scenic street has become more like an overcrowded amusement park than a neighborhood street. They've been calling for ye- for years for officials to address the traffic jams, trash, and trespassing. So the tourism officials estimate 6,000 people daily visit the 600-foot-long street in the summer, creating lines of cars stretching for blocks. Summer. So, yeah. that And it just looks like it. it's because, I guess, San Francisco is on a hill, so... It, you go down, da- you go down, and then you go, you turn and you go down some more, and then you turn and you go down some more. What is the fun of that? 
Like, why is I think it just looks cool thing? in the picture. I mean, I don't think I'd want to do it. I definitely wouldn't pay $10 to do it. So, we have watched Breaking Bad. We have. Um, Walter White, I sent you this one, too. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Um, Yeah, I do. Um, So, this guy. Was bra. Yeah. Um, this is in Illinois. Police in Illinois are looking for a man who is the spitting image of Walter White. And it just happens he wanted in relation to methamphetamine possession. The what photo, a coincidence. Yeah. The photo of the suspect has Breaking Bad fans doing a double take. And I'll tell you what. It does look like him. It really does. Because you said it to me. I'm like, okay. How much does he look like him? And I looked. And lo and behold. Holy shit. He sure does look like Walter White. Yeah. So, I mean, that's about the gist of it. I thought it was just cool. And that's it. Yeah. I mean... It's a cool little... I wonder if they ever caught him. Didn't say. Oh, that's okay. As of Tuesday, he hasn't been captured. So, apparently, there's a Breaking Bad movie coming out. Does it have the same characters? I don't really know. I've heard bits and pieces about this movie on the Mike Kelta show that apparently the guy that plays Saul Goodman accidentally spilled the beans on a TV show, a radio show. It was like, yeah, it's already filmed. And people were like, what? And people are like, ah, he's just fucking the people. But apparently it's really true and it's coming out like soon. And it has to do with like Jesse Pinkman and like after. Oh, after Walter White killed himself? After Walter White. Yeah. Very interesting. I'd be interested to see that. I feel like we would have to rewatch the Breaking Bad series. Yeah, I think so. Before the movie. Greg. Diana. (laughs) What was one of the most favorite things you did as a kid that you would love to do as an adult? I don't know. I didn't really have. What did I do as a kid? We used to um, play this game called Manhunt in the woods. That was fun. It was kind of violent, though. What's Manhunt? We kind of like hunt people out in the woods. And then what do you do? You try to attack them. How? Whichever way you want, with a stick. This is what you did as a kid? Yeah. We were fucked <laughs> up in the head. Well, what? what like, <laughs> how's the game end? It doesn't really end. You just stop playing. Y'all are fucked up. Yep, I know. Okay, well, (laughs) my thing was more along the lines of hide-and-go-seek. Oh, that sounds like fun, too. Yeah. It's kind of like what I did, but it was more, like, violent. Kind of. Okay, so this story comes from, I believe, Scotland or New Zealand, or I think Um, it's Scotland. Scotland and New Zealand are totally different, totally different places, totally different. They really are. I feel ashamed right now. But I actually think it's from Scotland. Because okay. I feel like we have a New Zealand story coming later. Ooh. And I was getting them confused. And that's where all right. it all came from. So the headline is, Cop shot down a massive 3,000 person game of hide and go seek at Ikea. Wow, that sounds crazy. How fucking... Like, okay. Here's a little fun story. So back when the kids were little and kids... I. I mean, mostly Blake. So I may have eaten some wacky tobacco stuff and played hide and go seek with him. And let me tell you, that was the most fun shit I've ever had in my entire life. 
playing with Blake hide and seek. Playing hide and go seek because hide and go seek is fun. It is. And then is it, if it's a way for you to bond with your child, it's even more fun. Even more fun. But apparently, more than three thousand people playing a giant game of hide and go seek at a IKEA That's in a Scotland. Big IKEA. 3,000 people? Jesus Christ. Have you been to an Ikea? I have. We're not allowed to go back. (laughs) When Greg and I bought our house, we went to an Ikea. And we walked right back out after about 20 minutes. Because I was like, I'm over this. Like, never again. Never again. And we've never stepped foot back in there. No, there's one in Tampa now, too. I know. And I can't go in there. It's just too much shit. Too many people. And too much... Of an enclosed space. And I hear their um, owner's manuals or instruction things to put their things together aren't very good. I hear you're better off without them. Who'd you hear that from? Uh, Like a news article. (laughs) Read it somewhere. Uh. Revealers plan to turn the sprawling furniture chain into a in-glass glow into an impromptu playground on a Facebook event page last week. It is definitely Scotland then. That's where it was. Prompting the store to call police. Five cops stayed at the shop for the entire day of August 31st to gauge whether folks were browsing for a cheap desk or actually hunting for the perfect spot to hide. People are stopping everyone who looks like they are here for a game of hide and seek, one customer said. Ultimately, there were no arrests and no major issues for cops to deal with. Now, I want nothing more in my life. Than to play hide and go seek in IKEA. Well, we could. There's lots of good spots to hide in there. There probably is, but you probably would get in trouble. No, see, I feel like it needs to be like an organized thing. Maybe, maybe we, we should could, just go. I was gonna say maybe we can organize it. Yeah, we would be like heroes for everybody. <laughs> Speaking of heroes, this week was the 18th anniversary of 9/11. Oh, yeah. My friend Devin climbed 80-some stairs. I saw it on his um, Facebook Live, and he was really um, out of breath. Sweaty. And out of sweaty. Yeah, it was a lot of fucking stairs. Yeah, he had to take a break at 50, I think he said. Yeah, I can imagine. It's Maybe it was 40. I don't know. But anyway, I, I just it was just what I followed. So, yeah, 9-11, 18. I can't believe it's been 18 years. I know. Like, and that's what I kind of think of, like, the boys, like, 9-11 is just part of us, right? Because we were young enough where it's just part of us. We well, remember... You're, you know exactly where you were that day, I bet. Where were you, Greg? I was at my community college. Wasn't there very long. They sent us home. Yeah. So, but... And I remember going home. And, you know, all I wanted to do was listen to some tunes. And the only thing on the radio was just coverage. I mean... Something seriously has to happen for every radio station just to go to coverage on something. Um, so I was in college and I had gotten up that morning and I was 20 years old. I didn't fucking watch news. So as I was getting up to put my makeup on for college class, I had 90210 on. I put on my makeup. I'm done. I get in my car, I go to class, and everyone's talking about, oh, a plane that ran into the World Trade Center. And so this fucking, I forget her name. Her, it's like, all I remember is her last name was like Zwarkin or something. And she's like, 
I'm like, what's everyone talking about? Like, oh, a plane ran into the World Trade Center. I'm like, oh, the tower? I'm like, yeah. And then another one ran into the other tower. I'm like, and I was so young and so naive. I was like, wow, what are the fucking odds that two planes run into the same fucking buildings? Like, the thought that it was a terrorist attack never and when you first found out did you think it was just like a little plane or did you think it was like a 737 or a- i didn't know i was kind of going off what she said she just said a plane but when she said a plane hit the second tower i was just like wow like i just thought it was a coincidence like there was not a thought in my mind that thought terrorist attack and i go and i I don't think I thought terrorist attack either until the second plane hit. When the second plane hit, I was like, oh, there's something going on. See, I never saw any of them. So she was telling me the story, and I said, wow, what a coincidence. And she goes, well, no. And she's probably thinking, you fucking dumbass. Like, it's a terrorist attack. And I'm like, oh, that would make more sense. So this actually, funny enough, comes from Florida. Florida man. Oh, yeah. A Florida man spots a firefighter running toward an angel in clouds on September 11th. Oakley, Florida? Where's that? My real sure. A photo taken on the 18th anniversary of September 11th appears to show clouds shaped like a firefighter running toward an angel. Matt Snow snapped the photo on his drive to his work on Wednesday. It might be because today is 9-11, but this is the cloud formation I saw driving into work today. Doesn't it look like a firefighter running with a hose and an angel with the sun perfectly behind it? And it looks like the angel's just like standing on clouds. It's really quite amazing. It is a really good at picture. first, like, I was looking at it, I'm like, I don't fucking see it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I fucking see it. And once you see it, you can't stop. No, it's there. I don't know. I think this goes back to the whole thing where I believe in stuff. and. Well, I, there was a bunch of different, like, um, experiences, though. Like, you do believe in stuff. Like, um, I believe the the Mets game on 9-11 finished with, like, something with the scoreboard 9-11. 9-11. And there was another baby that was born somewhere in Texas, I think, was born at 9-11 and weighed 9-11. So there are, like... I believe in the power of numbers. I believe there's something so much greater than us, and I believe they give us signs, such as something like this, because this is fucking crazy. You can literally see a fireman running and an angel standing on a fucking cloud. It's crazy. Like, with its wings wide open. And it's like, you can't tell me that that's just a coincidence. Because here's one thing I don't believe in. I don't know what I believe in as far as, like, afterlife, but I don't believe in coincidences. Hmm. It's a good question. No, it wasn't a question. It's just, just a statement. Just a statement. Yeah. Oh. Huh. E. Let's move on to old Florida then. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. I sent this one too. Stories from Greg. Middle school student snuck a bearded dragon into her backpack and brought it to school with her on Monday. First of all, who touches bearded dragons? Your sister's kids. Mm, yeah, I forgot about those wizards. <laughs> According to the Bay County School District, the school said they found the stowaway named Django in a designer backpack and put him in a box until an adult could take him home. 
The school then reminded parents to check their children's backpacks before sending them on their way. The students said they bought Dango with them because they didn't want him to be sat home all alone all day. Oh, tough shit, kids. Suck and it up. That's pretty much it. That's the <laughs> that's whole story. story. Um, Django looks disgusting. I mean, that's fucking... I don't know. I'm just not one of those, like... Lizard fans? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not Gross. a fan either. Gross. Gross. I, I think it's funny that that actually made news. Well... Yeah, but I mean, come on now, I mean. You ready for mine? I am ready for yours. A Florida woman gets prison for a $1.6 million family curse scam. Comes from Miami. A South Florida woman who claimed to be a psychic fortune teller. She's been sentenced to three years and four months in prison for taking $1.6 million from a Texas woman to remove a curse from her family. Court records show that a 28-year-old Sherry Tina Unowich... That's a long name. For real. ...was sentenced last week in Miami. She previously pleaded guilty, blah, blah, blah. Investigators say that she met the victim in Houston, Texas in 2007, and she gained the woman's trust and convinced her that a curse had been placed on her and her family. Unowich claimed she needed a large sum of money for crystals and candles to perform meditations that would lift the curse. The scheme ended in 2014 when Unowich admitted to the victim there had been no curse. No curse. I want to know how old this victim is. Does it not say? No. I don't I'm going to guess old and dumb as fuck. Yeah, who goes to that shit? Old, dumb people. The remains of a Florida man missing for 20 years reportedly found on Google Earth. So we normally don't do, we try and stay clear of any stories that involve death. Because we are a upbeat, happy-go-lucky, quirky podcast, right? Yeah. So usually any of the strange stories that come out of Florida that have to do with death, we avoid. Because we don't want to talk death, we want to talk funny stuff. However, this one, I feel like, makes a cut because it's so strange that it could only come from Florida. Yeah, so this is out of Florida. Oh, Florida. The skeleton remains of a man who went missing in the late 90s were found inside a vehicle visible on Google Earth, according to a report. William Mold was reported missing from Latinta, like, like, Latinta Florida on November 7th. 1997, officials say. His remains were recovered by Palm Beach Sheriff Office from a pond near an apartment complex in Wellington, Florida on September 11th. The body was still inside the vehicle, which was submerged in a pond. The pond and the vehicle were visible from Google Earth. The Charlie Project, an online database about American coal cases, stated that a property surveyor saw the car while looking at Google Earth. Amazingly, a vehicle had been plainly been visible on Google Earth's satellite photo of the area since 2007, but apparently no one had noticed it on to 2019, according to the Charlie Project. Does it say that during the time that that accident happened, like what was there, like how it could have ended up in this pond slash river? It doesn't, but let me continue to read. Okay. 
So the Palm Beach County Sheriff Officer told the, the BBC that Moldes is said to have lost control of his vehicle and crashed into the pond. You can't determine what happened that many years ago, what transpired, police spokesman said. All we know is that he went missing off the face of the earth, and now he's been discovered. Marlboro said they were unaware of reports that Google Earth was used to locate the vehicle. Supposedly, this guy had gone to an adult nightclub the evening of November 7, 1997, and he left the club around 2,300 hours. That's, That's like it, 11 o'clock at night for you non-military people. He didn't. He did not appear intoxicated and left alone in a vehicle. He was a quiet man and did not socialize much at the club. He also was not a frequent drinker, but did have several drinks at the bar. I guess he called his girlfriend from the bar around 21.30, saying he would be home soon, and that was the last contact with him. So, if you look at the Google Photos photo, like the river or the The lake. It looks like it's like right next to it. It backs right up to a house. So, my question is, was the house there during that time? I don't know. I know, and that's the shit that, like, that's the thing that we need to start our own news service. I feel like this guy is, like, really close to, like, the... House, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. Like, and let's say the house was there. But there's, I think there's a road over here, though. Let me see. But you can't tell me I don't, that there was... wouldn't be any tire tracks. I don't know. I really don't know. It's a weird story. That's why it was a cold case, I we guess. We will post this picture on our Instagram page. It's kind of fascinating. Like, and I feel like that's why we wanted to like talk about it, just because it was a fascinating case. Yeah, it case. is fascinating. Like I said, we normally don't do stories that involve death, but... Tonight we do. Tonight we do. Tonight we do. All right. I found this story today. Oh, good. Another story that you found today. A story from Diana. Story from Diana. A beer drinking man is arrested after he fired his gun at his oven. What? Yeah, you heard me. A man who had been drinking beer, all that shocking, was arrested after firing a gun at his oven at his apartment complex in Wildwood. He told police that he was cleaning his firearm when he accidentally discharged it. However, there was no cleaning equipment present and the oven in DeSalvo's third floor apartment had been shot in a downward direction. <laughs> he must have been just seriously weird. He's like, fuck you, oven. Yeah. Cook my food faster. <laughs> faster, oven. Faster, faster, faster. DeSalvo admitted he had consumed four more beers prior to the weapon being fired. His speech patterns were jumbled. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy was a fucking... Yeah, I guess what's the, like... What did he do? I mean, I mean, he may be damaged property in this apartment, but he's renting it. Yeah, what's the like thing what? on that? Like, yeah. why do you get why arrested? Why can't you shoot your? Own? I mean, why can't you shoot your own oven? Because you don't want it to be destroyed. But I mean, isn't that his prerogative? No, I guess so. If he wants to do it, he should do it. Yeah. Okay, you're at. This is out of Florida, Cocoa, Florida. Coco. A homeless man threw raw hamburger meat on the hood of another man's car. What a waste of raw hamburger meat. And first of all, how does a homeless man have hamburger meat? 
That's a good point too. I mean, that shit's expensive. <laughs> no shit, it's like five ninety nine a pound. So I mean, well, anyway. Anywho. Police said the car owner called them around eight a.m. Sunday and said a neighbor saw Patrick Little throw a beef on his car. A beef. So what it says. <laughs> That's what it says. Yep. When witnesses tried to stop Little, he continued walking away and refused to wait until authorities arrived. The victim was able to hose off the meat from his car. It didn't cause any damage. Less than two hours later, a witness saw Little walking into a neighborhood wooded area. Police said they found him asleep in a tree line. He was arrested on disorderly conduct. I mean, he's just sleeping, bro. I know. Well, he did throw some meat. <laughs> so Perfectly good raw meat. Raw meat. Diana Here's would eat a- that shit. I was just about to say, here's a fun fact for all you listeners. I like to eat raw meat. She likes meat. In uh, small quantities. I prob- And I feel like it's just small quantities because I feel like I've been shamed my whole life. But when Greg and I first started dating, I was patting up burgers for us when we first started dating. And like my mom did, I take a little bit of meat and I roll it in a ball I dumped some salt on it, or I sprinkled some salt on it, and I ate it. And Greg, what do you say? Ill. I'm like, he goes, what the fuck are you doing? And oh, I'm I like, don't know what I said then. I guess. And I go, I am eating some hamburger. He's like, it's fucking gross. And I'm like, well, that's what I do. So I never realized it wasn't a thing until you did that to me. Well. And I realized it wasn't a thing. And then I met your parents, and they were cooking steaks, and they didn't ask me how I liked it. And then it came out like a fucking shoestring. That's gross. It was so fucking gross. And I was <laughs> like, I love raw meat. So at when I started my new job, we had to give one fun fact about us. And my fun fact was, I like to eat raw hamburg. And what did everybody else say? Everyone else was like, ew. And I'm like, how? Have you, nobody else tried this. Like, because it's fucking good. Sounds That's gross. That's where you get all the flavor. <laughs> Sounds pretty gross. It's delicious. It's delicious. Oh, I'm up next. You are. So this headline is, A Tampa man is accused of defrauding an elderly woman to buy smoothies. I mean, doesn't everyone, all they want in life is a smoothie? I don't want a smoothie. But uh, they sound delicious. But um, a Tampa man faces two fraud charges after being accused of using counterfeit credit cards to buy smoothies in Brandon. Deputies say Carl Thomas. Carl? Oh, wow. Carl. <laughs> Went to the Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Oh, I've been there. On Causeway Boulevard? Oh, not that one. Oh, okay. That's the one he went. And he used a comfort credit card to make two separate transactions. One for $12.24 and the other one for $4.10. At least he wasn't stealing a lot of money. The elderly woman's name who was on the credit card did not know her identity had been stolen until afterwards. All right. Well, All right. That's on to Florida. smoothies. On to sports. <laughs> You know who Demarcus Lawrence is? Yeah, he plays for the Cowboys. I've literally never heard of He's him. He's a defensive end or an outside linebacker. He's pretty good. I think he was in trouble with the law a couple of years ago. That doesn't surprise me. No, well, doesn't surprise me either. 
So apparently a boy went up to him in a Giants jersey that went up to Saquon jersey to Demarcus Lawrence and asked him for his autograph. And do you know what this asshole said to him? Um, I don't think he said much. He basically said he said no and then said, quote, get the right jersey, son. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are, I don't know, as a Giants fan, why you would want to get this guy's signature. But he was a young kid, so I can see this. To be fair, at that age, you want to get anyone's signature. Right. And I feel like this Lawrence guy, he lost a true fan. Like, he could have signed this guy's jersey and this kid would have remembered him forever. Do you really think that kid knew who he was? Let's be honest. Do you think this random kid knew who... What was the name? De, the Lawrence. DeMar- the Lawrence. DeMarcus Lawrence. DeMarcus Lawrence. Do you think he really knew who he was? Or he just saw a guy in a Cowboys jersey and wanted his autograph? Because I think that's more like it. That is more like it. I don't think the guy was wearing his jersey, though. I think he was walking out of the stadium to go to his car. But do you think the kid really knew who he was? Well, maybe he was informed. Maybe he was Gavin's age and he Gavin would So, I mean. Continue. Well, anyway, I feel like this, the Marcus Lawrence guy, he lost a, he could have really turned this guy into a Cowboys fan, maybe. <sighs> maybe he could have got a new fan. Maybe he could have had a new follower. He could have changed this kid's life, but he didn't. <laughs> okay. You're getting... Very dramatic right now. I'm not dramatic. His fucking life. Like, come on, this fucking kid who just won an autograph. I don't think he could have changed his life. But I think, I mean, fucking, we were fucking booing, literally booing the Broncos as they were going off the field in Miami. Yeah. Literally telling them, you fucking suck. They do. Get your shit to fucking together. They haven't yet. We fucking hate you. And yet, Brock Osweiler, who was a backup quarterback at the time, came up and gave the boys a towel in his wrist. Thanks. Yeah, they, he really did. That was really cool. It was. It made you feel like shit after, like, telling them. Yeah. Well, not bullying them. Booing. But, huh? Yeah. Booing them. Booing them. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's life. Maybe you should get your act together, Broncos. I feel like... What's the worst signing an autograph can do? Uh, I mean... But then also, from his perspective, I can be like, fuck you, like, you're not wearing the right... Like, you're wearing our arch nemesis jersey. Like, I'm not going to sign that. If, I can, if you're a true Giants fan... You're, I hate the Cowboys. I'm not fucking signing for you. Anybody in the NFC East hates yeah. the Cowboys. If you're a Redskins fan, you hate the Cowboys. If you're an Eagles fan, you hate the Cowboys. So I see both sides of it. Um... And also on this, I'm trying to um, help this guy, the football player, out. He probably gets asked all the time for his signature. Yes. Yes. There's a time and a place for it. I mean, maybe this was a good time for the kid, but maybe not for the... But let me, like, I know there's this, like, whole conversation of when is the right time when you see your, like, favorite... Celebrity, whether it be sports, or a not singer, because right if you wait, you're gonna not make, you're not gonna have a chance. And that's what I'm saying. Like people, like I just like the celebrities, like I just want a minute alone, and it's like, 
But you do realize, like, for 99% of the fans that see you, that's going to be literally the only time they ever have that chance. So it's like, it's now or never for them. And they're just like, I'm trying to eat dinner with my kids, which I give them a pass with the kids thing. If you're eating dinner with your kids, don't approach them, no matter what. But if they're just out, like, do you approach them? I don't know. I feel like... He's walking out of the stadium. I feel like you should be able to ask for an autograph. Here's what you do if you don't want to sign autographs. Put your fucking headphones on. That is the clear-cut way to not be a dick because you, quote-unquote, don't hear because you have your headphones on. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Put your headphones on if you don't want to be asked for a fucking autograph. And I like that because... You know, I've been doing the Lyft and Uber. I like the motherfuckers that wear headphones in the backseat. So I don't have to feel obligated to talk to them. Yeah. or That's the sign. Do not talk yeah. to me. I really like that. Yeah. Everybody wear headphones. I work like I'll put headphones in. And if I do not want to be talked to, I put both in. But if I like am legitimately listen to like one of my podcast pals podcasts, like I'll have one in but leave the other out. So if they actually need me, like they can come up and talk to me. Yeah. But other than that, if I have both in, that's a do not disturb sign on my face. True story. I like that. True that's story. a good I think that's good. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I like that way that works. So do we vote that this guy's a dick or not a dick? Mm, I think he's a douche. I think he's a dick too. So good for him. Alright, what's the next sports story? So um the boy bullied for a homemade Tennessee shirt has be- logo became official. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about this. So the headline is, a boy is bullied for a homemade Tennessee shirt. A Florida boy, oh, oh, Florida, was bullied and laughed at for his homemade t-shirt representing, representing the University of Tennessee at his elementary school's college colors day. And guess what happened? So he made his own t-shirt because he couldn't afford... Because fucking those t-shirts are how much? Like 30 bucks? Yeah, they're expensive. Yeah. They're expensive, yeah. They're like 30 bucks for a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, that'll shrink in the dryer. And they're and this boy's like, well, we can't afford that, so he's making his own. And he got made fun of. I like his effort. Well, guess what happened? The fucking university at... It's not University of Tennessee. It is, is it? the University of University Tennessee. University of Tennessee. Yeah. They're like, you know what? We love this fucking design because, quite honest, if I was a Tennessee fan, I would totally buy this because it's so simple and it's so like. And it's not the gross orange color they wear. Well, it's on a. No, it is. All right. Well. <laughs> it's on an orange T-shirt. Yeah. But it's just so simple and it's such a great like decor that like marketing experts could not come up with. And this kid did it. And this kid did it. So they're like, we're making this one of our original designs. And as of today, they have 16,000 orders for this t-shirt. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, I also um, today um, found something. I have an update on this story. Oh, Greg has an update. Because this story is a lot from last week. But I have an update. And we will post a picture of this t-shirt. And if you happen to be a Tennessee fan... um. You should go buy this t-shirt because it's a really great t-shirt. It is a really good t-shirt. I just got to find it. This fourth grader, the volunteer, he is. So basically the University of Tennessee 
if he um in class of 2032 2032 yeah wow wow He's been awarded a four-year scholarship covering his tuition and fees beginning fall 2028 should he decide to attend the University of Tennessee and meet admission requirements, the university said on Thursday. Well, why wouldn't he? He just may not have good grades. That's No, no it said should he re- want to. I mean, why would you not take a free Why would you not fucking take that? He's taking it. Yeah. Okay, so Greg. Hey, let's have a team huddle here. How do we get our kids to make something seem bigger than it's not so that they get a free college education? That's I don't know. Maybe they should make a, like a fake shirt with the U. Maybe like a fake turnover. And day. then we say, hey, kids made fun of him. Hey, you, give our kids a scholarship. Yeah. You think that'll work? No, we're not that lucky. Well, and because it's already been done, we need to come up with our own original idea all right you have one more sports story that has to do with ohio state oh yeah so um you know ohio state oh we know ohio state the ohio state university um i mean is there another one no but that's what they call themselves the ohio state university so anyway sorry i'm lost (laughs) so um ohio state university has lost its fight to trademark the word the they tried to trademark the word the. Yeah. The. Yep. The, the word. The Ohio State University. Yeah, but they're reviewing their options and they're going to try to fight what, this. What? They what? don't have much. The school requested for it to be put on various items, t-shirts, baseball caps, and hats. Like just what? The words the? Yeah. It sounds stupid. That's fucking stupid. The Ohio you State. You cannot take the word. You cannot take the word the. And make it your own. That's like LeBron James taking Taco Tuesday and trying to make it his own. Which he got denied as well. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's news yesterday. Oh, tell us about that. I don't really know the details because I worked 13 hours yesterday, but I did see it go across the screen that it was denied. Ha ha, LeBron James. um, You know we love you, but I'm sorry. That was one you had to lose. Yeah. All right, let's move on to what the fuck. What the fuck? So, we only have one what the fuck. But let me tell you what. It's such a good one that we only need one. Remember how earlier I said New Zealand? Yeah. That's because our what the fuck story comes from New Zealand. We've heard of emotional support ponies. We've heard of emotional support donkeys. What else have we heard of? Emotional support? Goldfish, I think, maybe. (sighs) We've heard it all. But I must say, this is a first. Some guy from New Zealand was about to get shit canned from his job. And what did he bring with him? An emotional support, wait for it, clown. Yeah, that's right. Wow, clown. A clown. A Kiwi man has chosen an unusual support person to accompany him to a redundancy meeting. In lieu of the usual suspects of a friend, colleague, or family member, the member of the creative team of at FCB hired a professional clown to attend the meeting with him. An image sent to the Herald overnight shows the staffer sitting alongside his support clown while he talks to the individuals running the meeting. So basically, 
He brought a support clown into the meeting with him where he knew he was going to get fired. And once they handed him the pink slip, the clown like acted like me and did a little sad face like, hmm. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And then the clown also blew up balloons and folded them into animals. Well, throughout he, the needed, meeting. he needed something to be happy about because he knew he was getting killed. Do you canned. think he legitimately needed this or do you think he's just doing to be an asshole? I think he was just doing to be an asshole. I do too. And I think it's so fucking great. I want to do this. Like, should I ever know that I'm getting laid off? I shall do this. You shall. Bring a clown. All right. Well. All right. Let's move on to Don't Worry, Be Happy. Well, these look like they're all from stories from Greg. <laughs> Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Stories from Greg. Greg has a lot of stories in this one here today. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to do the Florida boy receives warmest welcome from preschool classmates. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you yep. want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. A three-year-old boy was welcomed back with a warm embrace by his classmates in Florida after riding out a deadly hurricane, Dorian, in the Bahamas. Makai Simmons had his first day back at school Monday at the Learning City Academy in Pembroke Pines after missing a week of school while he and his mom were stuck in the Bahamas. As soon as he walked in, everyone just jumped. It was really emotional. That was the mom that said that. I wonder how they got home. I mean, I wonder if they took that cruise ship home or were they like in the Bahamas that didn't get hit? Let's keep reading. Yeah. Caprone 22 and Mackay had planned on traveling over Labor Day, Labor Day weekend to visit family in the Bahamas, where Caprone was born and lived until she was 19. When they left, they thought they were dodging a bullet because Dorian was on track to hit Florida. Everyone in South Florida was going crazy preparing for the storm, while we had to rush to the airport and there were huge lines at gas stations. By the time they were in the Bahamas, Dorian had become a Category 5 and was on track to devastate the island. Capron stayed in the Bahamas with her son because leaving was too difficult logistically and even more so because she wanted to stay with her mom sister, grandparents, and extended family throughout the hurricane. She and her son rode out the storm at her grandparents' house in Freeport. At one point, the door to one house flew open. Mackay was asking, is that a monster? Is that a monster? Because that's what he thought the storm was. I just had to lie down and hold him in my arms. His grandparents' house withstood the storm, but it was flooded and they lost nearly everything, including most of their clothes. I didn't know Freeport got hit that hard. Apparently. He handled it very bravely, and thankfully he was okay. But the video of him walking into... Rosie! She's just playing with her ducky. So I'm going to play the video, and I will post the video on our Twitter and Instagram page. And he's just crying, and it was so sweet. And you could tell, like, they say that kids that young don't know what's going on, but they do. Like, he knew the, like, severity of it. And I feel like that's why he broke down crying when he was hugging his new friend or his friends. friends. Yeah, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. 
What do you got that has to do with Dorian? Oh, Dorian. That bitch. That bitch. So this young boy who used money he was saving for a trip to Disney World. Man, this kid must have been saving a ton of money because Disney World is expensive. Yeah, saved for like 15 years, bitch. Well, anyway. he will, assholes. He will get his vacation anyway. Of course they will. Jermaine Bell of Jacksonville, Florida had been saving for more than a year for a visit to Disney World on his seventh birthday, <laughs> September 8th. But in the days leading up to his birthday, Jermaine saw hundreds of cars evacuating ahead of Hurricane Dorian. And decided to help out. <coughs> I wanted to be generous, he said, and give. Jerome was Germaine was able to provide more than a hundred people on a South Carolina highway with hot dogs, chips, and water that he bought with his savings. Disney's didn't Disney didn't let Jermaine's good deed go unrewarded. Mickey Mouse was on hand at, as Disney Parks surprised Jermaine on his birthday Sunday. And told him he would be heading to Disney World later this month. The happiest place on earth. Never in a million years could we have imagined anything like this from his, from him. Coming up with an idea to help someone else. It really does instill in him the idea that if you do good, good things come back. Can I just say that this is going to instill the message that if you do good things, like people are going to give you good stuff back. And they're not just going to do good stuff because they want to good do good stuff they're gonna do good stuff because they expect something in return yeah but this is cool there's a video oh, everything i just said that was just that mickey and minnie were outside his garage and they were all happy and they're like you know what does mickey do what's that noise he makes <laughs> yes <laughs> something like that so um yeah, I think that's really heartwarming. I'm really, really proud of this kid. So let's wrap this shindig up with a joke from the boys. <laughs> All right, we What's have that? joke from the boys. Gavin, before you uh, go into your joke, tell everyone what happened to your arm. I, I broke my wrist. Can you get to the fucking... I broke my wrist. How do you break your wrist? I fell off a god dang hoverboard. <laughs> you fell off a god dang hoverboard. And who is the worst mom ever? Not you. Aw, thank you. So Gavin fell off a hoverboard last Friday. I was like, you're fine. It's just sprained. And then, like, four days later, he goes for, like, baseball trials, and he came and throw him. I'm like, all right, well, maybe he's not fine. So I brought him to the, uh the like doctor's office and they did x-ray and sure enough it's broken so i'm not women winning mom of the year yes she is she's awesome all right gavin step on up and uh let's hear your joke what time is it when the clock strikes 13 what time is it when the clock strikes 13 time to get a new clock (laughs) time to what was that? I need you to not ever make the noise again. Blake, you're up next. Why do we tell actors to break a leg? Why do we tell actors to break a leg? Because every play has a cast. Every play has a cast. Yeah. That should have been one of Gavin's. Alright, let's finish this shit up. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find us? Yeah, everybody check us out on Instagram. Pod full of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Also right. on Twitter, pod full of sunshine. No e. That's Uncle Boy. And you can email us at pod 
full of sunshine at gmail.com. Okay. Everyone, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it, and we'll see everyone next week. Adios, machacho. Holler at your boy, people. See you later. Y'all come back now, dear.